We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Yes, hello and welcome again to Kilkenny Today here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM um, with myself and Nolan and I'm here with you for the next hour. And if you want to get in contact with the show and have your say, uh, please do so on the phones on 056 7 and the text line 086 353 and the texts come here directly into the studio and also as well we are streaming live around the world on www.communityradioclilkennycity.ie and as always a packed show on Kilkenny today and uh, later on um, I will be airing an interview where I spoke to Mayor of Kilkenny John Coonan and uh, I spoke to John earlier on this morning and John is uh, talking all about the Mayor's Fund 2020 which is going to benefit two, uh, sorry, apologies, three local charities here in Kilkenny and they are Alone Kilkenny and the Kilkenny Lions Club as well as the St Vincent de Paul and much needed funds needed for those charities and then um, also as well later on in the show as well I will be airing an interview where my colleague Frank Tynan spoke to Harry Everard and it's all about cycle trails here in Kilkenny and I will be also airing um, a piece from our sister community radio station uh, in Dublin and uh, from Near FM and it is where John Healy uh, spoke to Izzy Petra and from the St Vincent de Paul and all about the policies from from, the, from their St Vincent de Paul policies um, that were going forward. Um, but I'm going to, uh, for now, I'm going to speak to, or I'm going to air an interview, apologies, I'm going to air an interview where um, earlier on today I spoke to uh, Jenny Dunbar, who is a nurse and a regional officer with Diabetes Ireland. And they have teamed up with Today FM presenter Matt Cooper for World Diabetes Day. Diabetes Ireland and Today FM presenter Matt Cooper have teamed up for World Diabetes Day, which takes place on Saturday, November the 14th. On the phone now, I am delighted to be speaking to Jenny Dunbar, who is a nurse and a regional officer with Diabetes Ireland. So welcome to Community Radio Kilkenny City, Jenny. Um, so first of all, maybe tell us a little bit about the organisation. What is Diabetes Ireland? Diabetes Ireland is a national charity aiming to support people living with diabetes and their families. Okay, and when was it set up? When was the charity set up? Diabetes Ireland was set up over 50 years ago um, in 1967. And you um, have a special day, which is on Saturday, the 14th of November. So you're launching this special campaign. But what exactly is the campaign and what is the aim of the campaign? Um, I suppose we're delighted to team up with Matt Cooper to mark World Diabetes Day. And World Diabetes Day is 
happens every year on November the 14th. Um, it's a campaign um, initiated by the International Diabetes Federation to focus on focus attention on diabetes management and care and also on prevention of type 2 diabetes. Um, this year we fear, I suppose, that people are choosing to delay visiting their GP or their hospital team um, for a diabetes assessment um, in the belief that they're, I suppose, reducing the numbers attending the services. And our campaign this year really is to encourage people to seek advice from their GP or their pharmacist or their healthcare professionals just so they can ensure that they receive timely intervention to prevent diabetes-related complications such as heart disease. And is it true a fear of maybe contracting COVID-19 as well as a fact of a fear maybe that they're maybe going there unnecessarily thinking that they're going there unnecessarily but where they really they should be getting checked out if they for for a second think that they might have diabetes or are already diagnosed with diabetes I think your point is very valid Um, in one instance where you mentioned people that have diabetes already uh, many people with type 2 diabetes feel very well and they don't realise that they may need interventions So the whole idea of managing diabetes type 2 well is so that you can prevent any complications that may occur in the future or in fact you may have those complications that you're not aware of. So we really encourage people to have regular assessments of their diabetes type 2 as well as encourage people to be up to date in their own self-management of their condition. But if they put on these, if they put off these timely assessments then perhaps they will miss out on any issues that may be there that they may not realise about. And then on Thursday the 19th of November you are having a special webinar which is uh, around type 2 diabetes. Would you like to tell us maybe a little bit about this webinar and maybe tell the listeners if you know if they have concerns or worries What is type 2 diabetes? Our method of communication has changed a lot for everybody in the last few months and we have um, launched a series of webinars for um, a series of education webinars for people with diabetes, both type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes as well. Our upcoming webinar is on Thursday the 19th of November. It's at 7pm. It's lasting for one hour and um, the host is Professor John McDermott. He's a consultant endocrinologist in Connolly Hospital and he will be talking about management of type 2 diabetes during the pandemic. Um, Also, this webinar will be available to view afterwards Um, but, but we would encourage people to log on for the live webinar and you can log on for that webinar if you go to our website diabetes.ie and indeed if you're not available for that we would encourage you to contact Diabetes Ireland with any queries that you have at 01-8428-118 or info at diabetes.ie. And for further information about living with diabetes, um, if you look at our website, diabetes.ie. And like we said at the the top of the the intro, um, Matt Cooper, who is well known from uh, Today FM, and why and how did Matt get involved in this? Was it through personal reason or did he just happen to just get involved because of the support for the organisation? 
Matt was aware that when he was discovered to have diabetes in 2018, it became a shock. It was a shock to him. So the realisation, I suppose, is that type 2 diabetes is more common as we get older, and particularly if somebody has a family history of type 2 diabetes. And I don't know whether this is the case with Matt or not. But it's important that people realise who might be more at risk of developing it, and that in fact, you may have no signs or symptoms of type 2 diabetes. So as we get older, it's so important to have a regular check with your GP to assess as to whether you have diabetes or you don't have diabetes, but just to be aware of the risk factors. Okay, well, Jenny, would you like to give out the details again of your website and contact number if people are concerned either about themselves or family member and also give out the details for that webinar on the 19th of November? I suppose, firstly, we do encourage people that if they to access their GP services and to access their diabetes care services, if that's what they usually do. We are also there to aim to support people with diabetes and our website is diabetes.ie. Our information line is info at diabetes.ie. Our telephone number 01-842-8118. And the webinar for which you can register on our website is taking place on the 19th of November at 7pm for one hour. Well, Jenny Dunbar, Nurse and Regional Officer with Diabetes Ireland, thank you very much for taking the call today. Fancy some cash for Christmas? Want to hear more? Community Radio Kilkenny City is holding a special split-apart jackpot draw this Christmas. Envelopes cost the usual two euros each. You can enter as often as you like. The Christmas Split the Pot jackpot draw will take place on Friday the 18th of December with a guaranteed minimum jackpot of €1,000 plus many more valuable prizes. You can play Split the Pot at our outlets across Kilkenny City where you see the distinctive yellow boxes at our studios at 32 Hebron Industrial Estate and from volunteers and staff members of Community Radio Kilkenny City. Be in it to win with our fantastic Split the Pot Christmas jackpot draw with a guaranteed minimum jackpot of €1,000 plus many more valuable prizes. You've got to be in it to win it. Kakeni Today Business with Fran Grinson, who says it as it is. Like everything, shop local, stay local, support local, because, you know, as you know well, Fran, we don't do this over the next year and going forward. We won't have shops, we won't have little places to go in and buy your groceries or your into the men's wear or ladies' boutiques or they'll all be gone. Kakeni Today Business with Fran Grinson, who says it as it is. Yes, and thanks there to Jenny Dunbar, who was a nurse and the regional officer for Diabetes Ireland. And uh, the website and the phone numbers, again, if people want to get um, in contact with them or if they want to take part in the webinar that is on on the 19th of November, their website is www.diabetes.ie and their uh, helpline there is 01 eight four two eight one one eight that's zero one eight four two eight one one eight and their offices are open there from nine 
a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday to Friday. And that webinar again is taking place on uh, the 19th of November. And they are asking people to to log on, sign up there and log on. And it's a, web, a webinar uh, in, in relation to diabetes, but uh, especially all around type 2 diabetes. So if you are a family member or friend has diabetes or may have an inkling that you might have it, uh, this would be a very interesting um, webinar to attend. And that is on the 19th of November. And that is a free as well it's a free webinar and it is from 7 p.m to 8 p.m and it is being uh, presented by professor john mcdermott and he is a consultant at Connolly hospital in blanchestown in dublin and uh, he will be there to discuss type 2 diabetes and to focus on uh, knowing and uh, knowing the risks uh, around type 2 diabetes and how it can save your life and all the the signs and symptoms to type 2 diabetes as well uh, but that like I said is on the 19th of November uh, we're just um, going to come up to a quick break and when I come back after the break I will be airing an interview from earlier on this morning where I spoke to uh, Mayor of Kilkenny John Coonan and John is asking for the people of Kilkenny to get together uh, for three great charities here in Kilkenny and uh, to get in contact with John and just contact details as well and uh, if people want to help and support these three charities um, John can be contacted on 086-814-5020 and uh, also as well local auctioneer and friend of Community Radio Kilkenny City here Fran Grinsel is getting involved with this as well but that's all coming up after this break and if you want to get in contact with the show uh, with Kilkenny today contact me on 56 and the text line 086-353-7782. And we are streaming live around the world on www.communityradiokilkennycity.ie. Community Radio Kilkenny City, the voice of the Marble City. We are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. Des Murphy here to remind you of my Good Morning Kilkenny programme, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10am for two hours here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. So join me for seven decades of music, Ashley's favourite three, and on this day in music history, that's Tuesdays and Thursdays, Good Morning Kilkenny from 10am to 12 noon, with me, Des Murphy. The Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio, Kilkenny City. 88.7 FM. As we all learn to live with COVID-19, it's very important that we get out and about for fresh air and activity to help us keep healthy in difficult times and, of course, adhering at all times to the public health guidelines. Outdoor Kilkenny is urging people to be part of the bicycle boom and although COVID-19 has impacted on cycling in several ways, there are still opportunities to cycle during lockdown as long as cyclists stay within 5 km's from their home. Joining me now on Kilkenny today from Outdoor Kilkenny is Harry Everard. Harry, how are you? Good 
Good, thank you very much indeed. Thank you for having me on. Delighted to talk to you because, um, you know, really we do need to stay healthy, don't we? And there's so many great activities that I suppose have been going on in Kilkenny during the year um, in relation to outdoor activities. And I suppose, again, uh, Kilkenny Tourism are very conscious to try and break into the whole staycation situation. But obviously, now we're, again, we're back in level five. So the, from, from a cycling point of view, Harry, what, what can we do? Okay, so as you said, I'm from... Uh, 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 outdoor Kilkenny. Um, outdoor Kilkenny um, incorporates um, the, uh, the the spectrum of trails which have been developed by Trail Kilkenny, uh, and that's both walking and cycling trails. But as I said today, we're here to talk about um, the uh, cycling trails. So um, there are there are four sort of formal way marked cycle trails that have been developed by Trail Kilkenny uh, over the years. And um, they are sort of out on the, these are uh, on-road cycle trails. Um, there are two sort of longer uh, cycle routes. One's called the East Kilkenny and the other, uh, the North Kilkenny. Yes. And these are both about 64 kilometers long. Now, as I say, we're, we're under restrictions at the moment. And, you know, there's obviously no obligation to complete the, the full 64 kilometers or whatever they might be. But as I said, these routes are waymarked um, out there uh, in, in the countryside. The East Kilkenny route um, basically start well, it takes in Bennett's Bridge, Goran, Greg Namana, Inishtee, Thomastown. So, you know, you can quite easily take in a section, you know, of those, a shorter section um, between, you know, these, these um, towns and villages. Uh, the North Kilkenny route that uh, takes in uh, Castle Coma, uh, Three Castles, uh, Kilmana. Freshford, Lisdowney. Again, this is uh, this is an 82 kilometer section. But again, as I said, you know, just take on a little section of it, and, uh, and that will keep you within your uh, your five kilometer uh, restriction. Yes. Uh, we also have a couple of loops, and these are these are shorter 27 kilometer routes uh, uh, that start within the the parade. Uh, sorry, on the on the parade in the city. And uh, the North Kilkenny route will take you up you know, uh, along the Bleach Road, um, beyond Dunmore, uh, Jenkins Town, Dunmore Cave, and then back down into uh, Kilkenny. And the other, the South Kilkenny route, uh, again, that goes out of the city, down to Bennett's Bridge, Stonyford, Kells Priory, Danesford, and back into Kilkenny. So as I said, you're not obviously under obligation to complete the whole route, um, just a little section, you know, will get you out and about. Exactly, and I suppose again, because the beauty of it is, I mean, the way it's all kind of spread out now, so there's people from different pockets of Kilkenny City and County who can stay within the guidelines, 5KMs, and go for, for, for a cycle maybe with their kids, and um, and it's all really part of keeping healthy, isn't it, and keeping fit and uh, getting out there, getting some daylight. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we would encourage this as much as possible. Now, as I was saying, those routes are the, are the formal Trail Kilkenny um, waymarked route but there are also some off-road options which i think people need to wear and therefore within the city using the canal walk and the linear park within the, you know along the river nor there also uh, kilkenny cycling tours offers you know a number of uh, guided options uh, within the city and you can hire a bike there um, on john street also um, another option would be to hire a bike uh, down in gregna manor and to do the Barrow Towpath, which is all off-road. And is that possible now, um, Harry, with the level 5 restrictions still? Is it still possible to hire bicycles and so on? 
That's a very good question. Uh, I, I, yeah, there, there may be some restrictions there as far as COVID. But look, yeah. uh, the, the thing to do would be to contact yes. uh, Waterside Bike Hire and Kilkenny Cycle Tours. I, you know, they may well have a, a system in place which facilitates people being able to hire their kind bikes. Kind of click and collect, like we're very getting yeah, very familiar yeah. with click and collect. Lots of ways uh, now. Now, if, if you want to find out about the yep. Kilkenny, um, uh, the routes for, for, for the, the loops and routes that I've just um, explained to you. Um, you can download maps on the Trail Kenny website, uh, ie. And of course, the great thing about all this, Harry, is that it's all free, isn't it? Yes, of course it is. It's free. Great. And, you know... Uh, yeah, no, but it's, it's um, I suppose, again, I don't know, have you found, I mean, obviously there was windows during the summer where we had a few more weeks to be outside to be able to, to go about and to even explore Kilkenny from a staycation point of view, but I'm, I'm sure you probably found that lots of people have discovered um, parts of Kilkenny, perhaps, which they didn't really um, know very well before. Yeah, uh, that, that's, that's definitely the case. And, you know, that's uh, the walking trails as well. You know, people have really got out and explored their own county, you know, that's the benefit of the restriction is we have to look a little bit closer to home and uh, and, and yeah we're all discovering things that are right on our doorstep you know and, and I hope you know after the, you know the restrictions are lifted I mean, people carry on you know exploring exactly you know everything they have on their own doorstep because there's so much to see so much to see in Kilkenny City and County and I suppose again as well people now are very conscious of, of, of safety and giving cyclists uh, more space in the roads and uh, you know it's really improving in, from that point of view as well isn't it people maybe kind of have more confidence now um, with cycle pathways and so on yeah that's true and, and the routes that we have developed are on the local roads yeah um, there, there obviously are points where we can't avoid the local road and there's, there's a need to cross or you know a, a regional road so I'd encourage people to take care you know High vis, helmets, all—all—you all, know—very important. Absolutely, and um, it's, it's all really good news because, again, uh, hopefully, maybe in December, again, maybe the restrictions could be lifted a bit more, and um, and it's, it's something for people to do, maybe at weekends or even during holidays when things get better. Definitely, yes. Hi, Harry Everard from Trinity Kenny. It's been so nice talking to you, and thanks for the update in relation to outdoor Kilkenny. Kenny. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Harry. Bye. Okay, bye bye. Yes, and thank you to my colleague Frank Tynan there who was speaking to Harry Everard and uh, in relation to uh, cycle tours in Kilkenny. And uh, if you want to get information and uh, like to take part in some of these cycle tours or trails around Kilkenny and bear in mind keeping uh, within your uh, restricted areas and your uh, 5K uh, restricted areas, uh, you can contact 056 775 1500 that's 056 and you can also go to www.discoverireland.ie forward slash Kilkenny and there's lots and lots of information on there about different um, tours from walking tours to cycling tours and everything in between and really really um, lots and lots of things there for to do and still stay within your limit and to help people to get out and about and I know you might not be able to get out and about a lot of the time because of the weather or whatever 
Popo, just wrap up and keep dry and get out and about as much as you can and take part in these uh, like these trails because they are free and they are local as well and you're keeping it local and keeping uh, local businesses uh, alive as well by supporting uh, Fall to Ireland Kilkenny tourist, tourism and uh, as everyone knows we're trying to keep it local here and uh, keep everything in Kilkenny city and county and uh, one local man who um, is is doing this and he spoke to Fran Grinzel on Kilkenny Today on Monday and he is local auctioneer Fran Grinzel. Now Fran is taking part in an event where he's going to kick a football against the green container on Dean Street which is the Dean Street car park. He's going to do this for two weeks and is starting in uh, on the in the last week in November, and Fran was going to do this every night from six thirty to seven thirty every night, and his target is to raise five thousand euro, which will go towards the mayor's fund, and uh, this will benefit the alone and the Kilkenny Lions Club and the Kilkenny St. Vincent de Paul and bear in mind the last time Fran Grinsel did an event like like this back in April he raised a huge huge amount of money and uh, he will be joined as well along the way over some of the evenings by some local celebrities and he'll also be standing in goal so I've been told on some of the occasions as well and it promises to be great fun so if people want to go down and support Fran um, from the last week in November for those two weeks and Fran will be down there uh, in all his glory kicking a football against a green container in the Dean Street car park go down give him support give him whatever you can afford for three local charities here in Kilkenny much needed charities and they are really really needing um, support this Christmas because this Christmas is a Christmas like no other and this is all uh, to tie in with the Mayor's Fund um, but earlier on t- this morning I spoke to uh, the Mayor of Kilkenny John Coonan and this is what John had to say about this year's Mayor's a fund for these local charities. I'm delighted to be joined on the phone by Mayor of Kilkenny, John Coonan, who is urging those in a position to be able to help the less fortunate to do so by supporting this year's Mayor's annual Christmas fundraiser. So welcome to Community Radio Kilkenny City, John. Thank you very much, Anne. So how are you keeping? I am very well, thank you, and just lucky to be well, as we all are, all of us that are well, and minding ourselves and being lucky to be well up to now. We're, we're very fortunate. And isn't it most important that we do when we look after ourselves and each other first and, and foremost? Absolutely, and I think we all have that responsibility to uh, look after one another as well and respect the guidelines and, 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 and leadership that we're getting by the experts nationally and indeed regionally and indeed locally as well and all the frontline people. Just respect all those and do as much as we can to play our part. And like I said in the intro, you're asking uh, for the people of Kilkenny to lend their support for two charities that are going to benefit from the Mayor's Fund this year, and that is Alone Kilkenny and the Kilkenny Lions Club. So do you want to tell us a little bit, uh, first of all, about each of those charities, and also as well a little bit about the St. Vincent de Paul, who do tremendous work in helping and supporting people in Kilkenny City and County. 
Yes, indeed. Okay, Anne. Well, what really happens is, on an annual basis, the mayor uh, of the city, uh, I suppose, it just be in the past called the mayor's coal fund, and they made a contribution, the mayor of the city made a contribution to help those who might be under stress or might be under financial stress, mental stress, or indeed need of support during this special time, which is called Christmas. And I suppose we're coming now to a Christmas very shortly in the coming weeks to a Christmas, a Christmas like we'd never had before because of COVID. And because of that, I suppose there are an awful lot of people, I suppose, who might be alone and struggling with their mental health uh, and might be able to even buy a, a, a gift for Christmas for their children. And due to the COVID problem as well, there are people who have lost their jobs and the possibility of being there in long-term unemployment. And that'll be, that in itself is a source of uh, serious mental stress or even financial stress as well. And a lot of people in Kilkenny, throughout Kilkenny City and County, sadly will be affected because of that. So to make our contribution, uh, we do have the annual charity fundraiser, to say. And I've decided in, 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 uh, this year uh, to give the money which is raised through the, the mayor's uh, charity fundraiser, annual Christmas charity fundraiser, to two groups, as you've outlined, yeah, alone. They're an independent charity. They started off in Dublin. It was started off by a man who uh, worked with the fire brigade in Dublin and was called out to an isolated elderly couple who lived, uh, I think, up around the Wicklow area. And he was aghast at what he saw and the conditions and, I suppose, the loneliness uh, uh, that those people experienced, those people that he was called out to in that emergency. So it started off that uh, alone organisation and spread throughout the country now. We have a branch of alone uh, in Kilkenny City down in St. Uh, Canisius, uh, manned by volunteers who are on the phone. They provide a befriending services and they work with those who have issues like social isolation that are referred to that couple, uh, lack of service, maybe even poor health or poverty uh, or homelessness. A great group indeed, a voluntary group. And the second group that I'm uh, making my contribution to from the funds I raise is Kilkenny Lions Club. And everybody knows the Kilkenny Lions Club with their annual Christmas hamper appeal, their Christmas tree where people can put their uh, thoughts and uh, I suppose uh, write the little poems to their loved ones on that tree there at Christmas and raise funds for that as well. But they work hand in hand with Vincent de Paul and many other local voluntary groups as well. And they provide assistance as well to local people. And not alone that, but those two groups have huge experience in providing those services with the groups that they work with. And there are no better two groups, in my opinion, who would identify uh, this very, very difficult year, the people who deserve that support. Because uh, these people are in a position and they're vastly experienced in distributing funds to those who most, uh, who most need it. So I decided this year that I will give the funds that I raise uh, from the good people of Kilkenny to those two groups. And already I have got a very, very positive response. And that's considering the fact, Anne, that uh, there are many businesses now because of the COVID restrictions and level five that are at the moment. Many, most businesses are closed down in Kilkenny City and indeed Kilkenny County as well. So it is a challenge. But there are many people who probably are uh, and do consider themselves in a position to be, make, to be able to make a contribution. And I'm very happy with that and I've got great support so far. Yeah, and you did say there that this Christmas is going to be Christmas with a difference because of COVID and people have lost their jobs due to COVID-19 and there has been a long, uh, long-term long unemployment going on as well. So you are going to have uh, young families with young children who will and are going to be struggling this Christmas. What are St. Vincent de Paul and the likes of organisations like them doing then to help and support families with young children who may be thinking, right, where am I going to get gifts for my child this Christmas? Because, like we said, it's a Christmas like no other. 
That's right, that's right. The reason that I would be happy to give whatever is raised to the, those organisations like Alone and Kenny Lyons Club and Vincent de Paul and very many other voluntary organisations, to be fair to them, is because of their years of experience and their voluntary activity, they are more acute, most acutely aware of the families and connections. And so are the families themselves. And I would encourage the families themselves not to be afraid to ring those groups. Like, for example, Alone. If you don't mind, I could give the Alone number in Kikennis. Yes, please. Yes, the, the Alone number in Kikennis is down there at St. Canis's. is seven. 777-2151 that's, that's, that's the, the, their number as well and indeed as well just, just, just to let people uh, be aware as well uh, that uh, any citizens information by the way even though their office is not open on the parade for people who want information uh, they're open uh, still online and they're on the phone and their phone number is 0761-077910 so people needn't hesitate to ring those numbers but indeed, as well as that, because of uh, the COVID, uh, we have Kilkenny County Council had the COVID community uh, call as well. And their number is 1-800-500-000. And that's manned as well by, by the Kilkenny County Council. So people ha- don't, I'd ask them not to hesitate if they want to ring those numbers for help or support. Because even if those people themselves uh, or even, for example, that the Lions Club themselves couldn't personally help. They know of people in the other voluntary organisations that most certainly will help. So we have a great range of people together who work together to ensure that nobody will be left out as far as humanly possible. That's why I'm supporting those groups, and I think it's possibly the best way to focus groups who have vast years of experience in providing that support. And also the local GEA clubs, they done tremendous work in the last lockdown and they are continuing to do tremendous work in this lockdown. And also they are helped and supported by members of Angarda Siakana and the army. So there is lots and lots of people out there who are willing and well able to support and are a great asset to the community. Oh, absolutely. You'd be amazed when you're in a position like I'm, I'm and be honoured to be in this position, how many groups and organisations who have contacted me, and now that I've become even more aware of, that provide the service that you speak of, and most certainly the GAA, most certainly the Gardaí are of great help and assistance. The Army are great help as well. There are many uh, groups, uh, both voluntary and statutory, who continue to give help there in the background, professionally and otherwise as well. They really are. So I suppose the answer to it is our success the success is working together. We all have an individual uh, role to play, but a collective role to play as well. And if we do all work together, I think this is, uh, this is the way that we'll achieve success. And it's very important that, that we do that, that we actually work together. And as well as that, just to say that when people talk about frontline staff, we have emergency services. You know, uh, I mean, look at here in St. Luke's, we have all the staff and St. Canis's and, oh, and the disability services as well. But we also have, uh, I mean, the fire brigade, all the various other services, and indeed the county council and city councils as well. They are providing those basic services every day of the week as well. So, and indeed families. So I suppose, uh, as, as mayor of the city as well, it would be remiss of me if I didn't thank everybody for their huge contribution so far, because it's only with that support solid support and contribution together that we're achieving the success and fortunately uh, we're doing reasonably well in Kilkenny City and County look at here, there's much more to be done but it's together that we can do it and I'd again, I'd urge, and now that we speak about uh, how maybe the ways that the donation can be made to the Mayor's uh, fundraiser, if you don't mind I'll tell the people Yes, absolutely 
there are a number of ways really you can make a, do a donation online because I have a GoFundMe and the GoFundMe is tiny.cc forward slash Christmas fundraiser that's the GoFundMe or you can post or leave a donation and just simply address it to the Mayor John Coon and Christmas Fund Appeal City Hall High Street Kenny and Phil Costigan the Secretary here will receive that and already people have made contributions and I do value them and look at I don't mind even giving you my own mobile number if anybody has any questions or queries if you don't mind I can give my, my mobile number my mobile number is 086 814 5020 and if anybody has any queries or questions or anything that they might like to ask me about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it or who they might contact they can please they can ring me on that number and I'll, I'll, I'll most certainly facilitate them before I, I you know I would finish as well I'd like to thank community radio for their support as well I've done many interviews on community radio and I'm amazed at the response to the interviews afterwards and the amount of people that comment on the interview that I've done and I'd just like to thank the community radio and maybe your radio might find yourselves in a position for community news that you could help me with the charity fundraiser because it is important and I'll be guarantee the people of Kilkenny that every cent that I will raise will go to a loan and Kilkenny Lions Club for the purposes of which I've outlined. Well, we will be more than happy here at Community Radio Kilkenny City to support you, John, and anything that yourself, um, being the Mayor of Kilkenny, or the Lions Club, or uh, alone, or the St. Vincent de Paul, any of the organisations, if people want the contact here looking for information, we will put you in contact with any of the above uh, people or services, and we'd be more than happy to do that. Um, but, John, in relation to donations, is it um, money donations, vouchers or toys or combination of everything? What exactly are you looking for well, from in, the people? In my case, what I look for is a financial do donation. And if somebody asks me what they can give, some people have rang me up already, several people asking, what, what, what do I want? How much do I want? Look, it's what somebody can afford. One euro from a person who can only afford a euro is absolutely fantastic. 10 euro is fabulous as well from somebody that can afford it so they, they what, what, normally what in, with the mayor's fund we raise the financial support it's a fundraiser financial fundraiser but what we do is we distribute that immediately every cent of that to the organizations i've outlined to you and they use that to buy the ties to buy the christmas vouchers to buy the clothing to buy whatever or to purchase whatever is required by uh, the people that they have identified who are in serious need, I suppose, or maybe serious trouble uh, coming up to Christmas. Or indeed, in the case of a loan, to people who are old and vulnerable people and are isolated and maybe in poor health, to see to it that someone would call to them, as well as maybe giving them uh, of some of their services as well. And contacting other services to assist them further as well, or whatever they might need. That's where the money is spent. Those organisations spend that money and identify where which is more appropriate and which is the priority for spending uh, from the fund, funding that's raised as well. So in my case and in all the mayor's cases it's fundraising but I've decided this year to give it to those organisations because there are no better organisations in a better position uh, to be able to identify uh, those who are in need and who are most in need and the, uh, the public can be assured that every single cent will be spent appropriately and properly. Well, John, uh, finally, can you give out the, the GoFundMe uh, again, so for the listeners, that if people out there want to help and support and get involved in helping and supporting people who are less fortunate in Kilkenny through Mayor John Coonan, the Mayor of Kilkenny, GoFundMe, can you give out the details again? I can, of course. Now, 
for this year's the 2020 Christmas charity fundraiser, there are a number of ways that you can make that donation to me. And you can firstly make the donation online, GoFundMe, at tiny.cc forward slash Christmas fundraiser. That's the GoFundMe. Or you can post or leave a donation addressed to Mayor John Coonan, Christmas Fund Appeal, City Hall, High Street, Kenny. Or if indeed you need to contact me, don't hesitate. It's 86 8145020 and if somebody wants to contact uh, the if somebody wants to, co- to contact city hall and they can talk to the secretary there in city hall uh, the number is 779-4500. 779-4500. so any of those ways of making contact they are more than welcome and every donation will be seriously appreciated and again just before we do finish our interview i'd like to sincerely thank uh, your radio uh, forgive me the opportunity uh, to highlight what we're trying to do for Christmas. Uh, it's with great community spirit uh, that that's be- this is being done, and you're an integral part of that. And thank you sincerely. Well, uh, with that, Mayor of Kilkenny, John Coonan, thank you very much for taking the call today on Community Radio Kilkenny City. And like I said, we will do absolutely anything and everything that we can do here to support the Mayor's Fund 2020 for yourself and for those charities that are in much needed support this year. So thanks again. The Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Kilkenny Today is sponsored by Walsh's Toyota Kilkenny. Toyota, built for a better world. And on the line now, I have um, Izzy Petri, who is St. Vincent de Paul Research and Policy Officer. Uh, Good morning, Izzy. Morning, hello. Uh, thank you very much for taking the call. Now we're going to be talking um, uh, St. Vincent de Paul's response to uh, the CSO's latest figures on poverty and deprivation. So would you like to fill in the listeners about what's what's happening out there on top of what we're going through at the moment with this uh, pandemic? Yep, so the information we got out last week um, shows that despite increases in average incomes for people, there's actually very significant, shocking increases in the number of people living in deprivation. So up from 2018 to 2019, there were 150,000 more people living in deprivation. And that means that people are going without the basics from week to week. So things like having a warm coat, having the heating on and off, having a substantial meal. So the fact that we were seeing these increases in people having to make impossible decisions between the basics actually at a time when the economy was strong and employment levels were high is really quite shocking especially as you know as you say before the pandemic when we've had such a, a difficult year so we know that when we see the figures from this year things are only going to look worse that's it's terrible in this day and age that 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 this is still happening. And um, how how is uh, Saint Vincent de Paul operating now at the moment in this with this lockdown happening? Yeah, so like like a lot of people, we would have had to make quite a lot of adaptations and changes when we first went through that lockdown in March. But we were able to kind of put things together so that we can still support people in every possible way. So rather than our usual way would be go out and visiting people in their homes and having that kind of first discussion to try and find out what people need help with and maybe get to the the bottom of that. 
but now we're doing as much as possible on the phone. We're also, you know, we're there online so people can get in touch online. And also we're using the post to get things like vouchers out to people. So we're still very much there and helping, but we're just doing things a bit differently this year. Yeah. Okay, but as you say, you're still still working away helping people. Um, housing costs, is, 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 is that a big thing? Rent yeah, and that's a, mortgage? Yeah, that's a huge thing. And we would have been seeing this for a, for a number of years, but we think we can see it particularly clearly in these figures of the number of people who are making these impossible decisions between the basics. And as people will know, costs, particularly in the private rental sector, but then also people do struggle with, with mortgage payments as well. These costs of housing are so high that they're dragging on people's incomes. So it, people are struggling on a low income and then they've got to pay it like a big proportion of that towards their rent or their mortgage costs. And then with the money left over, they have to cover the basics. And really something's got to give in that kind of making the, the budgets work between your incomes and your costs and you're going to have to make savings somewhere and what we see at St Vincent de Paul is often that people will come to us and they've prioritised their, their housing payments which y- you have to because you have to keep your roof over your head but then you might not have enough left at the end of the week or the end of the month for your for your fuel bills or for your for your food costs and that's when we see people really struggling. Yeah, it's terrible, and uh, particularly now, because I know for a fact I, the last week I spoke to SIP2, for instance, and they were telling me about uh, aviation workers. Their figures have dropped, their working hours have dropped 60, to 60%. Their hours have dropped. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy what's going on at the moment. Are you, are, do you find that you're busier now? Yeah, we do. Our, our calls are up against last year quite significantly, and what we're seeing is that those people who may have already been struggling before the pandemic and that and they're still struggling and they're finding things really really hard particularly in lockdown with things like higher heating bills but also people who might be in you know unsuitable or overcrowded accommodation um and also you know the social the social isolation and the, the mental health knock-ons of that isolation but we're also seeing people who might not have been struggling before the pandemic who maybe were on an okay income and as you say they've had their hours reduced or um they they had that cushion of the pandemic unemployment payment that as that's reduced they're really starting to feel that their costs bite yeah it's it's terrible and it, it, it is, are the figures right 42.7 percent of those living below the poverty line in um 2019 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what that? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so what that means is that people who are on a on a low income, so that's the at risk of poverty line. So people who are on less than sixty percent of average incomes, so they're on a really low income overall, and forty two percent of them are having to go without the basics. So people who are on a very low income are being forced to make these impossible choices between eating and eating between maybe uh, buying the, the, the sports kit or the school equipment that their child needs to fully take part in their education and they're making these really really hard decisions and 42% of people on the low income having to make those um, hard decisions are, are shocking numbers. Yeah, and then I, I talk to a lot of organisations and have been over the years and it always comes up about lone parents. Lone parents are always very close to the poverty line or below the poverty line. Are they suffering more now? Yeah, they are. And we can see 
are experiencing SVP quite clearly in these figures because lone parents, so households with children in general, would be the group we help most often at SVP. And then with um, in amongst those households with children, it will be lone parent families who we see struggle the most. And then we see that very clearly in these figures. So we see 45% of lone parent families. So coming up to half of lone parent families were in enforced deprivation in 2019. So they were going without the basics. And that's before the pandemic. So we know that lone parent families will have had so many struggles and difficulties in the last few months as well. Yeah, no, it's, that's terrible. And child poverty as well is is uh, on the increase. Yeah, so we saw kind of leading up to these figures that we've got here, things improving slightly. But again, we're seeing this deprivation figure for children going up to, to reaching almost a quarter of children. Um, and as I said, we see households with children being one of the groups we help most often. SVP and tackling child poverty is really, really important because one, we can't have children living in poverty. It's just, it's just not good enough in our society. But also it stores up costs for the future for these individual children, for their health and mental health, but also for, for wider society. These, these costs can be prevented and really we need to make it a priority to prevent poverty in the first place. Yeah, and um, homelessness now as well. Um, people living in emergency accommodation, people uh, living in B and Bs and hotels. This uh, it, it's very hard on children. Uh, they have to go out to to eat and they're trying to get like, homework done and get to school. What can, what can be done, Izzy? What what are Saint Vincent de Paul calling for? Well, we're calling for much much larger investment in affordable housing that is primarily owned by local authorities so that that ensures that the housing can remain affordable in the long term and that people are offered really kind of secure tenancies where as you say children they have enough space they they have they have space to learn they their houses are warm enough and they're offered a really secure place to grow up so really we need that investment in social housing to offer like a long-term solution yeah, and uh, I talk to homeless organisations as well, and it, it, everybody's calling for um, affordable housing. But uh, our government seems to, to be more interested in giving that to private developers and let them let them deal with it. Do you find that yourself? Yeah, and again, as I say, what what we think would be the ideal solution is that the investment goes into to local authority-owned housing so that we can make sure that that investment is is with us for the long term and really offers kind of stability rather than relying on the private rented sector, which uh, can we, we don't have control over the pricing there so people can end up in situations where their, their rent costs are spiralling and they just can't meet them. Community Radio, Kilkenny City. We're local like you. Yes, and that was John Healy there from our sister community radio station uh, Near FM. And he was speaking there to Izzy Petra, who is a researcher and policy officer with the St. Vincent de Paul. And that was all in relation to the latest figures on poverty and deprivation in Ireland and especially around children. And thank you very much to uh, John Healy uh, there for giving us that piece from Near FM. 
FM. And also, as well, thank you to um, my other guests on the show uh, that were Jenny Dunbar from Diabetes Ireland and in relation to their World Diabetes Day, which is coming up on the 12th of November. And they have a special webinar on the 19th of November. And log on to www.diabetes.ie for more information around that. And also, uh, thank you to my colleague, Frank Tynan, uh, who is speaking to Harry Everard from Kilkenny Cycle Trails. And also as well, thank you to Mayor of Kilkenny, John Coonan, who was speaking to me this morning and he is uh, looking for help and support for the Mayor's Fund 2020, which is going to support uh, local charities alone, Kilkenny, the Kilkenny Lions Club and the Kilkenny St. Vincent de Paul. And also as well, thanks to Kevin Lee Farr for his assistance today. Um, And uh, thank you very much to everyone as well for being tuned in and listening stay tuned for more great programs coming up after me we are community radio kilkenny city 88.7 fm 